0: Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles.
1: Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.
0: Fat Bottom Girls really do make the rockin' world go round. And also, you shouldn't be in here. You should not be in here because we are in quarantine. We're in quarantine,
1: guys. We're
0: in quarantine. <laughs> but while you're here, how about we talk about Patreon? andrew what's patreon
1: and who's supporting us on patreon uh patreon oh are you okay i'm all right okay patreon is where you can go if you'd like to donate to us get some extra perks things like that lots of fun stuff um we got the glee podcast on there we got a lot of different stuff how about i tell you who's supporting us on patreon
0: would you like that andrew Sure, I'll do the uh, I'll do the mid-show one. Why don't we do that? We'll switch
1: it up a little bit.
0: Our current patrons are Terry Needleman, Max Lunig, Benjamin Lair, Lily Ackles, John Donna, Taryn the Duck, The Fantastic, Jess Lightning, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskir Fire, September, Melina Manieri, Monica Thoreau, Brent Brack, Haley Murray, Allison Wonderland, Way Flakes, Nathaniel, Stacy Coombe, Joseph Evans Green, Hey. Hey, I think he's the one that makes us do in today's episode. Oh, um, Lunar Rocks 222, Irrigale, Drew A. Whiter, Carrie Ahern, Christine Malmedel, Mezzanine Theater Diary, Mary Lou Choquette, Ann Nunnally, Cole Birchfield, Jonathan Alles, Holly Stistically, Russ Walker, Musical Hell, Emily Grace, Andrew Van Barsen, Emily Stack, Kyle Summers, Mr. B, Janae C, Kyle without a last name. Christina Francis, Jessica A. Skyler, Liz Lim, Corey Wilmarth, Allison Stuller, Rachel Rose Velez, and nothing is certain except Beth and taxes. They all support us on Patreon and get all <laughs> the perks that Andrew mentioned. I like above. that
1: last one. That was, that was a funny one. That's
0: a, That's a good name. It's easy to pronounce and it's fun to say. um But how about we get onto the show? I feel like we've shilled enough. We've
1: definitely shilled enough. Time to... I mean, they already listened to the Broadway Podcast Network ads, and then this. Oh my god, that's like eight minutes of ads. Let's go.
0: Hello, I'm Jesse McAnally. And I am Andrew DeWolf. And welcome to Musicals to Cheese, a podcast where I try to get Andrew to like musical theater. How are you doing today, Andrew?
1: Well... You know, I was just listening to the state-sponsored radio station that's run by the Internet Corporation that Creates All Music, um, you know, and I was like, man, I'm so excited to talk about um, the state-sponsored music that is created by the Internet Corporation that Creates All Music uh, with my good buddy, Jess. Yeah, and we're also rock and rolling, like, no, don't, but don't tell nobody. Uh, rock and rolling, that's uh, strictly against the law, actually. All musical instruments are outlawed. But we're bohemians. Um, th- we're not watching Rent today. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our Rhapsody. Uh,
0: guys, this week, we are covering, as a Patreon request, by our wonderful Patreon, who probably meant very well with this request, but really, really, uh, um, is We Will Rock You, from Joseph Evans Green. Why did you do this to us, Joseph?
1: Why did you do this
0: to us, Joseph? Why, Joseph? Why?
1: I want to break free.
0: will Rock You, often abbreviated to WWRY, is a jukebox musical based on the songs of the British rock band Queen, with a book by Ben Elton. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Ben Elton. I don't usually interrupt, but the only major theater production he has worked on that wasn't Rewill Rock You is Love Never Dies.
1: So, (laughs) your
0: track record there. I also like that you're apologizing
1: for interrupting yourself.
0: Yes. Like, I still have a lot more to go, but just know that that is the setup for where the rest of this is going. That is the prelude. All right, let me continue. The musical tells the story of a group of bohemians who struggle to restore the free exchange of thought and fashion and live music in a distant future where everyone dresses, thinks, and acts the same. Musical instruments and composers are forbidden, and rock music is all but unknown. (laughs) Oh,
1: no. Uh,
0: (laughs) Although the musical was first panned by critics, it has become an audience favorite, becoming one of the longest-running musicals at the Dominion Theater, celebrating its 10th anniversary on the 14th of May of 2012 the 11th ru- longest-running musical in the West End history. The London production oh closed God. on May 31st, 2014, after a final performance in which Brian May and Roger Taylor both performed. I, I assume they're, they're members of Queen. Um, a number of international... This, uh, guitarist and drummer, I think. Yeah. Um, it's hard to be in a band where only anyone ever cares about what was the singer. Um, a number- That's not true. Brian, Brian May,
1: a lot of people care about.
0: Yeah, and We Will Rock You has been seen in six of the world's continents
1: many productions are still active globally i don't understand why andrew i just want to briefly mention this is totally unrelated but uh there's a really funny review of queen's album jazz where for the rolling stone uh magazine the person reviewing it called queen the first fascist rock band (laughs) (laughs) i don't know if that's actually true that they're straight fascists but that's really funny that that was something that they brought up, and then they created... Helped create one of the worst musicals I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> really, it's that bad. I hated this oh, so much, it's so terrible. Alright, I to... don't even dislike Queen, honestly. I, I know you hate Queen. Well, let's I don't frame dislike that Queen. the reason why we're doing this today.
0: So, on our Glee podcast, which I'm sure a lot of you people aren't following on Patreon if you're not on the list we just read at the beginning of the show. Um, but in that, we talked about how they sing Queen, because they do that quite a bit in Glee. <laughs> and yes, I they do. very much do not enjoy the music of Queen. I think it's overplayed and kind of overproduced and overworshipped. Like the Bohemian Rhapsody
1: movie might be the worst film I've ever seen. I mean, to be fair, that movie has more problems than just even if you like Queen's music, it's still pretty bad. I'm going to
0: say that Freddie Mercury is the only valid thing to come out of Queen. <laughs> um, I'm going to be that. I don't thing. know. Not even his music. Him as an iconic figure is the only valid thing to come
1: out of Queen. I don't know. Can we can we talk about how good John Deacon is at the bass and how he just kind of went away? you know he's just retired i love <laughs> death of the author do that
0: but now but isn't queen like
1: touring now with like adam lambert as the lead singer and all that queen is currently touring yes but john deacon is retired so he's not with them good it's brian it's brian may and roger taylor um i think they just got a different bass player uh, is it even
0: queen anymore when half the band's gone it's like the beatles and then the only one there is ringo star the fuck you get the shit out <laughs> of <you.
1: laughs> Yeah, like, it kind of isn't, though. Like, you can say Brian May, and I guess you could talk about Roger Taylor. Does anyone give a shit about Roger Taylor? I don't think so. Um, you could say that Brian May's a really great guitarist, and and he is. I mean, that's fair, and he helped write a lot of the songs. Which is a sin in my book. A, a lot of the songs were written by the other members of the band as well, and two of them are just gone. Like, I mean, John Deacon's not dead, but he's he doesn't play with them anymore. Um, so... And Freddie Mercury is dead, so.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. I Yeah. So the best you can do is turn all the work that you guys did as a collaboration into an insane musical that makes nearly no sense. When did this start? Um, was this, a- this was after uh, Freddie Mercury died, right? Yes, in 2002. It opened in 2002.
1: I want to say I don't think Freddie Mercury would have allowed this to happen.
0: I don't think he would. <laughs> like, he would have done, like, something completely different. He would have done, like... I'm not saying what he would have done would have been good. It would have probably looked something a lot like Elton John's The Stop musical, which is very bad.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, but he probably, knowing how theatric he is and all that, I think he would have been like, well, I'm just good. We're going to write all original songs for this, and it's going to be crazy. Well, no, uh, I imagine
0: he would have gone his own way of doing Elton John, and maybe he would have done the music for The Lion King. That's the future I saw for Freddie Mercury if he had lived. Uh, Freddie Mercury.
1: Done <laughs> his own thing. He deserved better than Queen.
0: Yes, uh, that is my honest
1: opinion. <laughs> I agree with that entirely. Queen actually has probably the weirdest mix of music that I've heard from any band, because there's some songs that I absolutely despise, and then there's other songs that I think are really great. So it's it's just strange.
0: <laughs> you see, I think Queen songs for me are like bad to overplayed to meh.
1: That is my ranking of Queen. I guess. I mean, I don't know if I don't consider overplayed to be a genre, though. Like, some of the overplayed songs are good. I mean, I get that, but sometimes
0: oversaturation of anything can take something good and make it bad.
1: True. Um, that being said, none of them make any fucking sense in the story that they wrote for this musical.
0: Yes, and I want you to <laughs> please, with all, the best you can, try to explain what happens to in the musical We Will Rock You.
1: Oh, God. Whoa, for the love of God. Okay, uh, We Will Rock You is... Um, oh, my God. It's one of the... Uh, is this a subgenre of, like, rock persecution complex? Is that a subgenre of, of, of uh, media? I mean, I it's feel like, it should like be. rock music Footloose,
0: <laughs> but they're too embarrassed to call it Footloose.
1: Yeah, so there is a future world where rock music is banned... Or all music is banned, for that matter. But apparently the only music that actually matters is rock music. So, all music is banned, but most importantly, rock music is banned. Except for Gaga music, which they just wanted to use the song Radio Gaga. So, there's that. Oh god, do I have to say his name? Yes, say the name! Galileo Figaro (laughs) is the chosen one who is going to break free he wants to break free yes he's going to find all of the bohemians who are the rebellion and get rid of the oppressive system that creates boy band music no that is not a joke <laughs> he has a girl that he what's her name him, what's her name scaramouche <laughs> Someone wrote this. Someone wrote this. Um oh my god, the Bohemians want to take down the bad guy. And it's like the plot is so bare bones and stupid cuz they're just it's just an excuse to to put in the Queen Greatest Hits al- album. They like they might as well have bought a Queen Greatest Hits album and then been like, "How do we make this into a show? Let's figure it out." <laughs> I mean, the thing is, it you
0: say it's so barebone, but it's also super complicated in its world building. Like,
1: it oh, it's complicated in its world building, sure, but its world building is all awful and really has no bearing on the actual story that's being told. I mean, the story that's being told is just the generic, uh, like hero journey kind of thing like he joins the rebellion and and it's like, it's just Star Wars. He joins the rebellion and takes down the the bad guys. The end. With music. With Star Wars with music. Oh. With music. He takes it down with music. Is there no Star Wars musical? There is several Star Wars musicals. Okay, good. Um and of course, the entire show is just they're building up to to play Bohemian Rhapsody at the end because of course they are.
0: What the fuck um, else are
1: you going to end this show with? I don't know.
0: I mean, once they <laughs> You need to get the people on their fucking feet
1: by the end of this horse shit. Can we, can we talk about the book? We don't do this very often. <laughs> but holy hell, every single line is like, how can we reference a queen song? It's like, not even just line. queen songs, it's just general rock music sometimes, too. Yeah, it's just like, man, how can we say something that references a queen or rock song? I I feel like in act one, it's mostly queen songs, but then I think they ran out of jokes to do that involve titles of queen songs. So they just started to do generic rock music as well. And this show makes just drains the energy out of me to think about it is. It is life draining. (laughs) It is absolutely horrendous. And it is one of the one of the worst things we've covered, I think. Easily one of the worst things we
0: covered. And it makes me want to write a very long apology note to another jukebox musical that I've shit on numerous times. Um called Rock of Ages, which it just takes place in this like little jet ja- like this little rock and roll bar that's going to get shut down by a group of protesters that are anti-rock and I was like, you know, that's basically the same plot. It's just that show knew what it was and this one really wants to try to make it seem super important. Everything. Everything is super important. Yeah. No,
1: I, I can see that. Um, I also think that this is not how you should do a jukebox musical. This isn't and, uh, fun. No, it's not fun. And, like, basically they just force these Queen songs to make sense in, in the story. They're like, well, if we just name the bad guy Killer Queen, they can sing the song Killer Queen. And it's like, oh, if we just name uh the the normal people gaga kids they can sing radio gaga mm-hmm. it's like
0: it's it's just or if dumb. we make the bad guy a woman and that she's also larger we can make her sing fat bottom girls yeah uh,
1: honestly like that's like literally the the basis of this whole show it's just like how can we force them to do this can we talk about the villains for a second they are awful what They're what are so their goals bad. what are the I mean, I their goals are just to destroy the rebellion. I don't understand exactly why. I guess in this world, music is an incredibly po- profitable business, which... Um, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess in this world it is. And controlling all music and having a monopoly on all music created gets them a lot of money? Question Or mark? control of the culture? I don't understand why they can't just force all artists to sign up with them as, like, you know, a Monopoly record company, which is, like, a normal thing that could happen. Um, And then they can create their own music and then the company publishes it, which still nets them the majority of the profit. Uh, But apparently, no, not doing that is dumb. We have to produce music and instruments are banned, which I also, I hate the, um... This has a very like anti-electronic music sort and of vibe to it and
0: a very anti-internet in general, computer in general vibe.
1: Yeah, so like the Bohemians, which are the good guys, talk about how everything was great until the boy bands attacked, you know, like <laughs> Fuck You in Sync. Yeah, it's like Yeah, but you want to talk about how crappy boy bands are. They're not even that bad. And they pose no real threat to rock music. Rock music existed, coexisted with boy bands uh, for the entire duration that boy bands were a thing. (laughs) Yeah, the Beatles existed
0: at the same time as Queen. um, And the Jonas Brothers exist right now during
1: the same time as rock bands, I'm sure. It's ridiculous. And, And basically, the whole premise is just them it's like it's like queen the people writing this are lamenting the fact that queen is no longer pop music and pop music is now boy bands but it's p- things evolve with the time and that's not a bad thing no uh so like even the messaging of the show which is supposed to it's supposed to signal out to the audience who I assume is just Queen fans that were born in like the They're 60s rumors. and grew up with a. Yeah. And it's supposed to message to them, like, oh man, all this new music sucks, huh? Wouldn't it be better if everyone just listened to Queen? It's just. It's, it's like. It's like fascism because no one's listening to Queen anymore. Yeah, it's fascism because no one likes Queen anymore. It's crazy. Um, Fucking kids? I ought to beat them it's ridiculous it's so ridiculous and honestly i don't think i don't know about brian may and them because i haven't heard about this whatever he does on twitter i don't follow him but like i feel like freddie mercury would not be against music evolving with the times it just doesn't seem to fit in his character like queen themselves was a pretty progressive band and definitely pushed music forward it's not like they're just performing the same stuff that existed before before them you know Like, why would he be so against music changing? I mean,
0: I think that the fact is, Freddie Mercury was kind of down to ride whatever roller coaster, and Queen wanted to be Queen, if that makes (laughs) sense. What what is this Brian May posting stuff? What is he posting? I'm trying to remember what it was. I remember everyone kind of lost their shit about it, so now I'm, I'm looking it up. Don't worry. This is why we need a producer on this show.
1: It's not important, really. Like, we don't have to shit on Brian May. Yeah, it's I don't whatever.
0: want to. I want to shit on all of Queen,
1: not just him, but... Okay, so this is one of the first shows where I, I felt embarrassed for the audience. Like, when I was <laughs> watching it, I literally felt like, man, if I was in the audience for this, I would be embarrassed, you know? Like, I I feel bad for all of the actors who have to say all these things, and I just, I just feel bad. It's just, it's a downer show
0: (laughs) I mean, it's I wouldn't even call it a downer It's just, nothing lands The songs don't land
1: The jokes don't land The visuals don't land And really, the best I can say about it Is when they sing a Queen song that I like I'm at least, like Oh, I like this song See, I'm just like, oh, I want this all to be over I would rather just listen to the Queen songs that I like Like, if I wanted to listen to Seven Seas of Rye, I could just look it up and listen to it and get a better experience than waiting through two hours to get to that song.
0: (laughs) I don't... That's the point of jukebox musicals that I still don't understand. Honestly, like, either you want to go see the artist and go fucking see them, or you want to see a story that... Might incorporate some songs you like, in which case you might as well just listen
1: to songs you like. I don't understand it at all. It's, I think it's it's musical theater for people that don't want to be challenged with new music, essentially. It's like, man, I already like Queen and I know all of their songs. I'll go see a musical that is just all Queen songs. Because you don't want to be challenged with, like, a new song that you've never heard before.
0: I think this might just be to get older people to see shows because older people as much as people love like waitress I don't see any old people really going out of their way to see waitress
1: So I I've read a It was a while ago, but I I didn't read it fully actually. I just saw a study about this um, Being shared around which it maybe isn't true But I'm just gonna say what I said because I feel like it feel like it it feels true, you know And sometimes that's enough not not really but there was a study that said after the age of like 27 people stop looking for new music um like they'll just listen to what they've already heard before for the rest of their lives essentially or at least the majority of people not all people of course really yeah because they basically just asked like you know in normal people we're in the music circle so i feel like when if we asked around it'd be a very different answer but if you ask normal people like what their favorite bands are, it's probably something that they listened to, you know, in their 20s or in in high school, you know?
0: (laughs) I mean, that makes sense, but I love listening to new shit, but I think that just might be me being in a specific field where I, I like musicals, so there's always new musicals. Yeah. I don't hold the stuff I listened to as a kid in any higher regard than the things I listen to now. In fact, the things I listened to as a kid, I hold in... Less regard and at a certain point because I used to like rent when I was really young and now I fucking hate it because I grew a brain
1: uh, Can we talk about the ridiculous feminist subplot to this show <sighs> all right So <laughs> <laughs> Scaramouche <Yeah. laughs> Scaramouche which is already just the worst thing you could ever call a human being but that's that's her name in the show yeah um is constantly being like told what to do by different men and she she's very vocally feminist about it but they never really resolve the plot and say that she was right about any of the feminist issues they're just kind of they eventually push her into submission essentially and and that's it <laughs> Um and then it's over. <laughs> it's a mess. It's a story that doesn't make no
0: sense by a man that just wanted to ring out Queen songs. Can I read you some excerpts from reviews of the original production? And London reviewers are a little more lenient than New York reviewers. They don't quite have the stigma that like the New York Times has. So yeah, rem- take that grain of salt in with this.
1: <clears throat> sure, sure. So these are these are nice.
0: Yeah, they're nicer. Is what you're saying. nicer. <laughs> London's critics almost uniformly panned the show, criticizing the concept and direction. The Guardian wrote that the premise <laughs> really is as sixth form as it sounds. called the production ruthlessly packaged and manufactured, and opined that the sometimes funny libretto exists mainly to devise more unlikely ways to ring out another que- Queen song. <laughs> the Daily Mirror wrote that Ben Elton should be shot for this resible resi- story. <laughs> the Daily Telegraph described it as guaranteed to bore you rigid. <laughs> Prolifeed at its worst. However, some individual performances received some praise, and the production remained a popular success. Oh my god. <laughs> Think
1: about that. I can't I can't say
0: that's inaccurate. Though. Not at all. <laughs> I want to put myself in the mind of someone that went to this, like, I'm going to see this because I like Queen, and enjoyed
1: it and got something out of it. Why did they do that? The Why? only thing I could possibly picture getting out of this, even, even from the biggest Queen fan, is just that the songs were performed decently. So, like, the most I could see getting out of it is, like, seeing someone else perform the songs well. Maybe. I can see that, pop but even that like you still have to sit through the horrible book (laughs) you still have to sit through two and a half hours and nobody can tell me they love every queen song like come on even the even the hardest queen fans there's no way you like every queen song enough that you'll sit through fucking two and a half hours of this shit (laughs) Uh I,
0: I I try to imagine this now that I was thinking about it like is this that what I feel like this is the equivalent from the real idiot Star Wars fans that really love the rise of Skywalker where they feel like they're pandering specifically to me they're mentioning all the bands I loved as a kid oh my god I know this Queen song I knew this song I see where they're going with this I'm being pandered to and just loving it because it was catering to your specific needs Not challenging
1: you at all. So basically, what you're saying is that this is uh, for brainlets, smooth, smooth brain. Yes. (laughs) Um. Let's just say you're you're saying that this is for people that like the Star Wars, the last Star Wars movie, uh, (laughs) the Rise of Skywalker, which, which is is a movie I have. Even the people that like the people that hated the Last Jedi. And the people that liked The Last Jedi both agree (laughs) that Rise of Skywalker is the worst thing ever to happen. Like, that's how bad that movie is. Yes, it is. Those two groups that literally can't agree on anything (laughs) both agree that that movie is awful. And you're saying that this is the queen version of that. Yes, I am saying that without an
0: ounce of, like, regret or remorse in my voice. That is what this is. If Hamilton
1: is a nicely made restaurant steak, this
0: is baby food.
1: Yeah. I mean, the story is so ridiculous and horrible, like it really doesn't exist for anything other than just rock and roll references that people in the audience will go, ha, meatloaf, I know meatloaf, and oh, I've heard of that guy. Strawberry fields forever, <laughs> Beatles, Penny Lane. Oh, that's the Beatles. That's the Beatles. Gotta clap for the Beatles. <laughs> Gotta clap for the Beatles. Gotta clap for the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Ray and Kylo kissed. Gotta clap. <laughs> <laughs> like for real though there's Lando gotta <laughs> clap. I love Lando it's it's like the act it is actually that you're right. you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> I want to say it might even be worse than that though because it also it has the underlying message of people that like rock music are all persecuted. Yes, um, so it literally has like the victim narrative underneath all of the pandering. So it's like, oh, you love Queen? You're actually a victim because of that. And people love that. They do.
0: absolutely love that. Especially Baby Boomers, because they never had the victimization. They didn't have the draft. They didn't have any of this shit.
1: Yeah, so basically, it's got the underlying narrative of you're a victim because you like rock music and Queen's music, and then on top of that, it's built up with pandering like here's all the stuff you like here we're just name dropping it beatles queen oh a queen song oh oh the we're mentioning the beatles again oh meatloaf it, it, <laughs> and now it's and over then, bohemian rhapsody and, oh and you know what i actually forgot the top layer the top layer hating on the new stuff yes that is hating the most the important scene. Yeah. So literally, you have the bottom layer of victimization, the the meat, the meat of it of pandering, and the top layer of hating on everything that's new. And it is a it is a boomer sandwich.
0: And well, no, (laughs) I called a boomer lasagna with like a sauce of just like
1: general cynicism and grunge all over it, (laughs) and just a little pinch of hating women. Shut up woman and know your place
0: (laughs) Freddie Mercury would have Been embarrassed to know this is what His
1: music went to Oh my god I don't think we could even describe this in a better way Than what we just did there I think this is our most accurate
0: (laughs) Our most accurate episode (laughs) Hey guys, sorry to interrupt you in the middle of the show, but we've got a show
1: at you. Andrew, why don't you read who's supporting us on Patreon? Our current patrons are... Terry Needleman, Max Lunig, Benjamin Lear, Lily Ackles, John Donna, Taron the Duck, The Fantastic Just Lighting, Ewan Cassidy, Haley McDonald, Taskier, Fire of September, Mina Manieri, Monica Thoreau, Brent Black, Haley Murray, Alice in Wonderland, B-Way Flicks, Nathaniel Stacey Coom, Joseph Evans Green...
0: <laughs> thanks Joseph
1: <laughs> Lunarox222 Irigael Drouet Whiter, Carrie Ahern, Christine Malmedel Mezzanine Theatre Diary, Mary Lou Choquette and not only Cole Birchfield, John Vanelles, Holy Sticality, Russ Walker Musical Hell, Emily Grace, Andrew Van Barson Emily Stack, Kyle Summers Mr. B, Janae C Kyle Christina Francis, Jessica A can we reorder these so we get Jessica A, Mr. B, then Janae C? <laughs> you know what? Uh, it's happening. Uh, Skyler, Liz Lim, Corey Wil- Wilmarth, Allison Stuller, Rachel Rose Velez, and nothing is certain except Beth and taxes. And
0: all these people are getting so much extra crap on Patreon. They're getting a Glee podcast that you're not Glee. getting. Yeah. They're getting commentaries. Aren't you-, Aren't you
1: envious of them? They get it every <laughs> week.
0: And you don't! <laughs> Unless you join them! So come Unless join us over $5. on Patreon. <laughs> Alright, let's get back to the show. I want to break free. I want to break free.
1: I don't even know where to start here, dude. Um, uh, Let's talk about uh, I Want to Break Free as a I Want song. I, I
0: guess. I think it works a little bit. Like, as a general kind of I want adventure in a vaguely big way kind of I Want song. It's, I mean, yeah,
1: it works because the title of the song is I Want to Break Free. All the lyrics are very vague and just kind of I want to break free. <laughs> I mean, there's not much of a message to it other than just there's something that I want to escape. Mm -hmm. So it works. I say it even works better than
0: a jukebox musical that I think is significantly better than this one, Mamma Mia, where the I once thought there is I have a dream where she's just like, I have a dream, but like very, very vague. And you only know what she wants because she's doing an action on stage. Whereas this it's like, oh, it says I want, he explains it. Alright, that that is an effective I want song. Yeah.
1: I wish no, it wasn't garbage. I I don't even I can't even say I dislike the song. I think it's one of Queen's better songs, but it it kinda it just fits a little bit. <laughs> it's fine, I guess. Yeah, I mean it's
0: fine Like yeah It's a song that exists And I can hear on the radio Or pull up whatever I want And then turn the channel Because I don't like Queen But yeah it is a song I got no rhythm I just keep losing my feelings yeah.
1: Okay, can we talk about Somebody to Love and why that song should have been much later in the show? Yeah, that does not work. I mean, thats
0: t- they're trying to frame it as her I want song, but... Uh, no.
1: No, it should have been a duet between the two Bleeds later in the show.
0: Mm-hmm. Can I say the very, very... The, the controversial thing I have about Queen and this song specifically. There's sure. a much better song... Called Somebody to Love by Jeffersons Airplane, um, okay. and that is the better version of the song Somebody to Love. Um, and
1: yeah, the Queen version sucks donkey dicks. I disagree. It's got a lot of great vocal harmonies in it. I... It sucks in this show, though. Yes, it does.
0: Remember when they sang it um, in Ella Enchanted? Anne Hathaway sings it.
1: Yeah, remember when it appeared in Happy Feet?
0: I remember when a lot of songs appeared in Happy Feet. <laughs>
1: Uh, Elijah Wood dances that that's the movie yeah somebody to love is just I don't even know what they'd replace this song with but honestly it doesn't even need to be here at all just remove it and move on to Killer Queen like who cares
0: like because Killer Queen is our main villain lady right we also
1: already had (laughs) scaramouche sing I want to break free as a reprise. Yep. Right before this. we could have. What's the point? We could have <laughs> just used that as like a
0: parallel there. I, I get it. You want to have a female and give them as many numbers as your male lead. I get it. But Somebody to Love is a very long very
1: boring meandering song. If it had some weight behind it maybe it would be very powerful but it doesn't have any weight behind it where it's located in the story it it has literally nothing
0: if you had a little (laughs) anne hathaway singing to a bunch of giants perfect it would have been perfect (laughs) but right here it doesn't work you see when you got anne hathaway singing to giants perfect
1: drop off a hat
0: i'm a swilling ass playful as a pussycat
1: momentarily i And then you got Killer Queen and Play the Game. Yep, which Killer Queen, Killer Queen, I guess is a is a a villain song. I guess.
0: (laughs) See, Killer Queen is actually my favorite Queen song. Like,
1: it's got some good bass lines in it. Yeah, I think it feels kind of badass. (laughs) It's a good song. Um, I don't think it's a villain song. I've never seen it as a villain song. Not at all. I think Don't Stop Me Now would have been
0: a better villain song, and I know she sings that in the second act, but very briefly, but.
1: Yeah. And then they also sing Play the Game, which I have no idea how you can spin that as a villain song. I don't even think they did. Nope. They just kind of sang it. <laughs> They're like, we have nowhere we can put Play the Game, but it's one of people's favorite songs so we have to put it in. Where do we put it? Is it really, though? <laughs> it's a song that people know at the very least, and I guess if you want this to be two and a half hours long... <laughs> <laughs> we need this show to be
0: three hours long of Queen.
1: You Under know, Pressure... You this has been a really
0: fun hour and a half jaunt. Under Pressure is a very good
1: song, um... But, um, uh... I don't, I don't like it. They ripped off Vanilla Ice true under pressure i think is a great song um i don't i think somebody to love probably should have been here and right. i don't know where i would I don't have put think, under pressure
0: i don't think it works as a romance number for one
1: well it's not a romance number is a thing and they try to frame it kind of like it is it's yeah i don't know also under pressure like i don't know it's not even really a Queen song. It's a Freddie Mercury and, and David Bowie song, isn't it? Like, yeah. I've always seen it that way. I've, I've always seen it that way. Yeah. Queen just gets to claim that song, No, it's a That's Smash all, Mouth song. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's a Smash Mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they, real, real talk, I don't much like the song to begin with, but Smash Mouth does a dog shit cover for it, and it was specifically used in a Tim
1: Allen movie called Zoom. And they're like, yes, ba-da-da, I... ba-da-da. Da. Yeah. Um, there's actually a better Smash Mouth cover of it by Neil Cisiergo. <laughs> yes. Um, and, and I think he literally just puts this all-star vocals over over <laughs> 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 Under Pressure, and it's great. <laughs> yes, that is um, the better all-star version of <laughs>
0: Under Pressure.
1: Yes. And it's also a better version than what we have here, because, wow, damn Um, yeah bad um let's talk about seven seas of rye seven seas of rye is my favorite queen song um i have no idea what it's supposed to mean in this show yeah Um, i was gonna ask you (laughs) that's the reason why i brought it up (laughs) uh they keep bringing up that they're gonna send people to the seven seas of rye uh i don't even think the seven seas of rye has a meaning to begin with um, but, yeah, what it's used as in this is, like, it's like a prison where they brainwash
0: people? It's like you're in town, where it's like, Hey, you're
1: gonna go to urine town then they just kill you. Like, kinda um, like that? Honestly, this, if you have to watch anything from this show, this cover of Seven Seas of Rye is not that bad. <laughs> I guess that's the best I've got. Wow, Andrew's bringing all the praise. I got the high praise. This is the the high point of the show. After this, it is- there's literally nothing to look forward to. Everything else is terrible. Um, I, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> can't- can't say anything. Um, I want to talk about how the Killer Queen sings Fat Bottom Girls and Don't Stop Me Now as like, a pair, like, a mashup together yeah it's god awful those Fat are like bottom
1: girls is like probably the worst queen song other than bicycle race <laughs> in my opinion
0: you see i'm not a fan of country and this is their most country song
1: yeah i also just hate the lyrics to it yeah yeah i don't usually care about lyrics but when i hear freddie mercury singing about fat-bottomed girls i can't help but feel like it's disingenuous
0: <laughs> hey he was bisexual he could have been into some fat bottom
1: girls sure but he also didn't write this song You're, mm. Brian May wrote this song I mean, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: yeah this song is god awful and just seeing a woman like I, it it is kind of cool to see a bigger woman reclaim it as like something for her own but also I don't like it <laughs>
1: It's not good. It's just bad. It's
0: It's an objectification song, for one, and then you claim it as, like, this evil character as a joke of, look at how big and fat her ass is. I don't get it. I don't get it. Then she goes into Don't Stop Me Now, which is another Queen song that is just overplayed and terrible.
1: Um, having a good time,
0: having a good time. It was only used good once, and that was in Shaun of the Dead, and now we can never use that song again. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. They also, I, If I remember right, they don't even play the whole song.
0: No, they play it for like a little bit, have a little joke <laughs> which is about
1: like, it. Which honestly seems weird to me. It's like, isn't this one of the more popular Queen songs? You're not going to do the whole thing, really?
0: <laughs> Andrew, we can't make it four hours long. <laughs> we got to keep it at a solid three. Uh,
1: okay. Um...
0: So we got to talk about like just the ending chunk where it's like, We will rock you into We Are the Champions, into the encore of Be Bohemian Rhapsody.
1: Yeah, which, um, really? Ugh.
0: Well, they saved the day through the power of rock.
1: (laughs) Andrew. (laughs) Fucking, it's just the end of the SpongeBob
0: movie. (laughs) (laughs) God damn
1: it! The helmets can't handle this level of rock and roll!
0: You see, it, that feels, like, deserved in the Spongebob movie. Because Spongebob had completed his arc and made it there and done all the things he was supposed it's to. Also, That's just sprinkles. It's just, just sprinkles, it's yeah, just it's sprinkles just on gag. top of it.
1: Whereas this, this is, like, the actual plot. It's, like, this is what is happening right now.
0: <laughs> Andrew, would it be too much to ask if, since this came out two years before the Spongebob movie, maybe the Spongebob movie ripped off We Will Rock You with them.
1: I don't think, I mean, I don't think anyone saw this that would have been involved in the Spongebob movie. But even if they did, they still did a better job with it, so I'm fine with it.
0: Fair enough. It's all about execution. It really, is that song, I don't remember that song being in this show.
1: What? I want to rock, rock! That's not a Queen song.
0: Why did I think that was a Queen song?
1: Because you don't know Queen's music. I
0: I know the ones I don't like, (laughs) though.
1: I want to rock is a is a Twisted Sister song.
0: Oh, I learned something new today, guys. I'm just gonna cut that out. So you don't, so you don't know I'm a
1: stupid, boy. I'm also not sure if I'm correct on that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like Twisted Sister, so I'm gonna just I'm just gonna name drop them.
0: <laughs> All right, so Andrew, what is your overall thoughts on Twisted Sister's most recent album? <laughs>
1: I don't know what their most recent album is, but I just like that it's, like, fronted by a drag queen and no one mentions it.
0: (laughs) What is your thoughts on We Will Rock You and Your Cheese rating?
1: Oh, good God. It's horrendous. Um, I feel bad giving it any kind of cheese. Um, Like, I really dislike it, and I'm not even... Jess is going to say he hates it because Queen's music sucks. I don't even think that. I think Queen's music is generally, overall, on average pretty good and this is the worst thing that i've watched in a while
0: um is it the worst thing you've ever watched on the show
1: no that is not the case what I is mean,
0: the worst thing you've watched on the show
1: oh my goodness i can't remember there was a really bad one but we'll get back to that we're have to, when, we, when we get to episode 100 we're gonna have to do another tier list that's literally two <laughs> weeks away dude you don't have much I time i don't have much time but we're gonna ha- i need a, like a list of all of our episodes for it thank you um we're going to have to do another tier list for our fans. I think they actually liked the last one we did. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that might be a patron-only thing, though. This, this oh, 100 yeah. episode one, I think, might be a patron-only.
1: Oh, don't worry. Everybody gets the Hamilton episode, though. Yeah,
0: everyone will get the Hamilton episode. <laughs> Which is what they really want. That's everything people <laughs> want.
1: Okay, so as far as overall thoughts, it's not good. The book is terrible, The music is not used properly, and you can get better versions of this music readily available anywhere um, Because Freddie Mercury sings these songs, and I mean good God Is anyone gonna do better than him? Just listen to him do it. He's not no one's gonna do better Um, Cheese I don't want to give this a cheese This is like um, This is like if someone took like regular cheddar cheese that was pretty good And they threw it in a dumpster and let it get moldy. And then they took it out and they're like, yeah, do you want to have some of this cheddar cheese? I know how much you love cheddar cheese. Isn't cheddar cheese delicious? And I look at it and it's like, wow, that cheddar cheese is like moldy. And it looks like it's been in the garbage. Um, (laughs) And that's this. (laughs) (laughs) Well...
0: I think it's very bad. I feel like I don't need to explain that it's very bad any further than that. Um, I think my smooth brain comparison um, earlier in the episode <laughs> is a very apt description of who this is made for. Which I guess we're really sorry if you liked this. But... <laughs> or the, the Rise of Skywalker. Enjoy your wrong opinions, people. <laughs> um,
1: but... i want to be fully honest with you, though. I don't think anyone in our audience actually likes this show. I I don't know how you could like this show, is my real thoughts.
0: (laughs) You never know, we could have that one per. We got people that got mad at us on how we hated on cats, so. (laughs) Which is the most easy of easy targets.
1: Cats, I could, cats is like a cultural phenomenon, though. People do like cats. How does anyone, no one likes this, okay? Just, no one likes this, just admit it to yourself. You don't like this show. You don't. And you even if you like claim this. you do, you're
0: joking. <laughs> okay. My cheese rating is... I, I'm actually pretty proud of this, so...
1: Oh, sure, sure.
0: Um, My cheese rating is... You know when you go to a diner and you see under the glass all the plastic foods that they keep there just to make it look like they always have fresh food ready? With just yeah. a, l- like a chunk of cheese that looks just realistic enough for you to think it's cheese. And then your dad... Um, your boomer dad comes and picks it up and he's like, I want this at home because I used to have one of these in my house as a kid. And if I put this in my house when I'm right now, I'll feel like a kid again. And then you put it in there and then your wife and kids are all like, why the fuck is this just sitting here? It smells, it's meldy, it looks like <laughs> garbage. What the fuck are you doing? And he's like, I like it because it reminds me of my childhood youth. And it isn't going anywhere or else I'm beating my wife. Don't you dare try to bring your feminist ways onto me!
1: <laughs> and that's my cheese is a little bit over the top, but you know what? I can't disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know who else can't disagree? Our wonderful patrons. You betcha! Thank you guys for listening. We love you guys so much. Um, please follow us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, at Musicals with Cheese please leave us an iTunes review. We really want to get more of those. It's it's the only way people can like us anymore. We just need more iTunes reviews. <laughs> Give us more, please. Um,
1: Jess I- is literally jerking himself out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're on Twitter, at Cheesy Musicals. Our Patreon is Musicals with Cheese. Go send us some love there. We've got a Glee podcast. We're going to have the tier list when we hit episode 100. There's going to be a lot of cool shit on there coming up. Um, Our Instagram is Musicals with Cheese. Our YouTube page is Musicals with Cheese. Our patron-only podcast is Glee with Cheese. Go check that out. Um, Email us at musicaltheaterlives at gmail.com. We tend to reply if it's an interesting email. So... Send us our emails. Our so if t- we don't
1: reply, your email was not interesting.
0: Yeah, our title card was written by Joe. Our title card was created by Jolene Casco. <laughs> Follow her on Instagram at Jolene Casco. All right, guys. Andrew, is there anything else you le- got left to say?
1: Don't watch this. Don't don't do it to yourself.
0: Right. I'm gonna take you home tonight.
1: Oh, oh, down beside that red, red firelight. firelight. Oh, we're gonna give it all we got. Musical cheese girl. is how we you
0: get, make that get, world, go, world go, round. go round. Ten out of ten. <laughs>